Welcome to No Acid Needed. This is Zara Zadeh, a Harvard-trained clinical psychologist and recovering chronic overthinker. I share with you so many uh, jewels, gems, and gifts that I've discovered along my journey to becoming me, becoming myself minus all of the limiting beliefs and stories and programming. So this is what these episodes will help you do as well, is to rewrite what is within your subconscious so that you can live abundantly as your most confident, radiant self. If you would like the full-length episodes and a whole lot more resources, I invite you to become a patron of the show. If you're listening to this right now, you're only getting the partial length episodes. It is simply an option for you to give back to the show and receive even more. If you're not able to afford that subscription, please send us an email and money will not be a barrier for you. Welcome to No Acid Needed. Welcome back to the podcast. It is so great to be back here with you right now in this moment. I've missed making episodes. I'm just overjoyed at being able to share this with you in this moment in time. Thank you for tuning in. I'd like to begin every episode now with a quote and end with a quote and perhaps even sprinkle a quote in the middle of the episode. So today's quote here is I am made and remade continually by Virginia Woolf. And this lends well to the theme of the show in that this this um, episode is touching on a few themes, one of them being transformation, one of them being self-advocacy, and friendship. And I'd like to talk about how a lot of times our friendships and the relations that we have can lead us to places and decisions that are just not the same decisions we would have made if we would have perhaps been able to listen to our own inner guidance and that inner guidance sometimes can get blurry and fuzzy and that's why I can completely understand why we may at times falter in hearing it and following it. And it's funny because, you know, most times we are not being fooled by other people. We fool ourselves. We lie to ourselves via the things that other people tell us or via the things that we observe from other people or our environment. And so what I mean by that is that, sure, anyone can come up to you and say what they think you should do with your life, but it then is up to you what you do with that information. And a lot of times we might feel a tinge or a small feeling within us that, hey, maybe not, you know, maybe I don't agree with what this person is saying. But a lot of times we ignore that little voice 
But that little voice is a lot of times your biggest clue and your, your most prominent savior in that moment. Because we tend to sometimes then go to our logic and analytical mind and, and sometimes you don't have the logic for why you don't agree with this person, right? Sometimes that, that logic is just not that clear. It's just not that obvious, especially if it's something nuanced. And so the mistake that we may be making in that moment is to not listen to that little voice inside of us that tells us, hmm, I don't know about that, or hmm, no, I don't think so. We don't listen to that little voice because we can't find logical evidence for it. And we get enrolled into someone else's logic, right? Into their analytical um, explanation or argument. And then we end up carrying out an action, a decision that we otherwise wouldn't have been making, right? So, or not necessarily have been making. So leaving room there for maybe you would have come to that same conclusion. But if you had that internal voice, you know, offering resistance to that, then you might have not. And it's, it's in that that we fool ourselves. So that's what I mean by that, because it's not, they didn't fool you. You know, you fooled yourself. So taking that self-responsibility so seriously because, you know, at the end of the day, you can't isolate yourself to not hear anyone's opinion. (laughs) You know, other people's advice can be useful, right? Um, And maybe, you know, that's part of your process. So it's not about just, you know, turning off our listening ears to what other people have to say about our lives, but but being able to have discernment in action and discernment in real time when you are computing in real time what to do. And what I'm telling you here is that a lot of times relying so heavily on your mind only your your mind and your logical side of your mind to be able to make decisions and rationalize or be able to try to understand why you feel pulled in a specific direction isn't going to work out for you because you're not necessarily going to be able to think of the logical reason why and so in those moments you have to be able to trust in something else right? And that can look like your gut instincts. That can look like your intuition or something else. You can call it inner wisdom. You can call it your higher self's wisdom. But you know, your gut instincts and your intuition, I see a clear difference between those, by the way, just saying, you know, from my perspective. And being able to have that discernment, that distinction, and then be able to trust in that, you know, oftentimes we don't pause in the moment to re-examine with ourselves how we feel about the advice that someone else has given us. We don't really meditate about it. We don't take time 
to meditate about it. And I don't mean think about it, because if thinking about it means trying to logically explain why you feel a no to someone else's go, 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 or do this, don't do that, thinking about it isn't really going to help necessarily, right? But meditating about it is a different experience because you're going within and you're accessing deeper levels of consciousness higher levels of consciousness um, and deeper, right? So uh, I feel like you're, you're including both your instincts and your higher wisdom and intuition rather than just relying on your logical mind. Rather than just sitting there and thinking and overthinking and that usually doesn't help <laughs> in those circumstances, especially if you've, you know, you've probably already thought about it. So... So that's that. And then that ties into self-advocacy, which is, you know, when you do feel that, when you do hear that voice, right? When you do take the time to meditate about it or a moment or, you know, it's really as simple as becoming curious about why you have an internal voice saying, hmm, that may be something to pay attention to or hmm that is weird. Sometimes it's as simple as that. It's not like a, you know, a whole thesis. It is just a small little hint. And you, when you become astute in your discernment, you learn to fish out and smell the scent of those little hints because sometimes they are so subtle. And that's where mastery comes in, isn't it? It's in being able to have a, have a very acute tracker for that. And the better you become at being able to pay attention to that, hear it, and then pause. Actually hit the brakes <laughs> and say, wait a minute, I'm not just going to pretend that didn't just happen inside of me and just overlook it and go with my logical faculties of my mind. You know, that's what I've done most of my life. But you know what? That little voice was always there, right? And it gets it gets more prominent the more you cultivate the space for it and the presence for it. The more you listen to it, the more you act on it, the more you will hear your intuition, and your instincts tend to be more um, rapid-paced and immediate. Like, go. Like, no, this is dangerous. Don't touch that. Or, that's hot. Oh my god, no, we're not going over there. Or, we're leaving right now. We need to leave right now. Or, you know, that sort of thing. Versus your intuition will be more subtle. Like, um, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about what this person just did. That was that was something weird. Let's pay attention to that. So actually paying attention to that. And then once you do and you figure out that there's something there for you to pay attention to, being your own best self-advocate, well, <laughs> you're inherently going to be your best self-advocate because only you can be your self-advocate, but your own best friend in that you feel so serious, right? About advocating for yourself. So that means taking yourself seriously. 
okay? And not in like a pompous like way of, you know, being arrogant about it. That's not at all what I mean. So I don't, I don't think you thought that's what I meant, but just clarifying what I really mean here is that you take yourself seriously in such a way that you care that deeply about your own health, your own um, mental health, your own physical health, your own spiritual health, your own sexual health, emotional health, everything. I mean, you, you care so deeply about yourself and that's what I mean about taking yourself seriously. It's that you don't just let these things slide. You don't just, you know, you don't just overlook them or, you know, brush them underneath the rug. You actually take the time and the moment to say, hold on, nothing is so important as needing my attention right now than actually paying attention to what just happened. Because this, if I don't pay attention to this, this little voice that just told me to pay attention, that something might be off here, if I don't pay attention to this voice, what happens is that later on, I actually end up paying the price of not paying attention to that, you know, usually tenfold or fiftyfold or a hundredfold. Because, you know, it's, it's one moment of paying attention to that voice and diving into self-exploration about it versus paying the consequences of a series of actions due to the domino effect of not having listened to that. And having to deal with, you know, real life repercussions of not having listened to that voice. And, you know, the, the span and range of what that can look like is so varied and wide. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So it can, it can, you know, it can be something small like slipping on a banana peel um, <laughs> and hurting your back or getting, you know, ending up in a relationship that, you know, you end up getting a divorce from. So it can be, it can be huge consequences. So practicing self-advocacy in a serious, intentional, and loving way such that you are signaling to yourself in each moment that you consider yourself to be the center of your own world. And you consider the attention that you give to yourself as the most important attention that you give anywhere because everything flows from that if you can't give yourself that your work in the world cannot be mm, cannot really carry you know that strength that power that influence because you're pouring from a cup that is half empty or just empty right so that attention that you pay to yourself is the most important attention, is wealth. So you are worthy of that. You are worthy of taking that time for yourself and pausing in, in the middle of a conversation or in the middle of a decision or in the middle of a negotiation and tuning in because those moments that you do that are going to pay off in such a way, I mean, it's priceless. So that's the point about self-advocacy here. And not being guided by fear. You know, not being guided by, oh, no, 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 no. I got I, I to gotta hurry up. I got to rush. I can't take a moment and 
think about this longer, I'll lose this opportunity or I'll lose this chance or I'll lose this job, this person, this whatever it is. So, whew, we can all take a, take a deep exhale here. Let's inhale together. And exhale. Beautiful. And I believe the last, very last thing that I wanted to touch on here was, you know, you don't often need to know exactly why you feel a certain way. If your intuition tells you no, and everything else is saying yes, but your intuition is saying no. You don't need to have a reason. You don't need to have an explanation. That is a perfectly good reason. That in and of itself is a perfectly good reason. And perhaps, you know, later down the line, you can excavate and with perhaps more education and mastery and internal um, journeying, you can learn to identify the reasons. But to be honest with you, what I've found is that most times we are not revealed the answers until after we have made the leap. Sometimes for years and sometimes never. And that is part of the process of trusting yourself. That is part of the process of growing into more of yourself and discovering more of yourself and being able to let go of your grip on uh, structures, theories, paradigms, and whole institutions and whole bodies of work that keep you entrenched in structures that do not serve your highest good and do not serve your highest path of evolution. And there has to be a letting go of your grip on those models, those theories, those bodies of work. And I'm not saying don't use them. I'm not saying don't learn from them. Absolutely, of course. That's why they're there. But to let go of our grip on them as though they are going to save us or as though that's where the answers lie. Because they don't. The true answers are... The, the true answers for your own being, I believe, are individual. And while there are answers that apply to mass groups of people, groups of people at certain developmental levels, yes, there are those answers. But in your own life, for you to be able to ascend to higher realms of wisdom and awareness, you must begin to be able to rely on yourself on your own intuition, on your own wisdom, and cultivate your faculties of exploration and discovery. And how are you to do that if you can't trust yourself to let go of what you already know? Let go of what you already know, what you've already seen and heard and read, so that you can fully be in the unknown and discover the new, excavate the new, share the new with all of us. 
So a lot of that requires letting go of fear, letting go of the fear that if you do let go of those models, those um, theories, those, you know, all those structured, ordered ways of identifying yourself, identifying what's going on with you, identifying what is going on in the world, in life, in society, at all levels, you know, it is a scary thing to do. Because then you feel like you are left with no map or, you know, what really is going on. You know, even if you have those maps and you're trying to let go of them, it, it can be scary trying to amalgamate and find the patterns within everything that you have known and, you know, bridge new patterns, bridge new dots, connect new dots, new nodes, new um, connections. It can be definitely extremely, extremely scary to do that. But I encourage you to go there and see for yourself. And that is being a lot of what, like, a lot of what being a visionary is. A lot of what being a, mm, um, a forger of, of, of new paths. A, mm, there's a word I'm looking for that I can't find. <laughs> You are creating the new with every step that you take on this brick road. And the bricks are appearing in front of your feet as you take each step. They are not already laid down. And that is so exciting. And that is the new, the newest, newest, brilliant, mm, genesis of what is to come and what is through you through your courage so i send you off with love thank you for tuning in and i am so deeply grateful for you thank you hey before you run away please take a moment and leave a review for the show. Scroll up, press those stars, and leave an honest review of what your experience listening to this just was. How are you feeling right now? How did this change the way that you feel and think? Let me know. I want to read your review. I want to read about your experience, and I want to share it. If you're one of the people who's feeling like, I want more of this, oh God, this feels good, and I want more of where this came from. Well, my friend, I've got the perfect, perfect invitation for you. Within Patreon, I share that kind of juju that I don't share anywhere else. It is completely a private space and community to dive even not just deeper into this, but actually get even wilder. It is uh, a bit wild and extreme and savage in the sense that uh, the things that I'm sharing are very cutting edge in a lot of different ways and it is brand new. It is a brand new space, completely fresh energy, and I'm going from now, which is September if you're listening to this, forward. I hope to see you there if you're one of those people who is coded to bring this into their lives in this time now. Loving you always. 
keep being your brilliant self and take very good care of yourself. <laughs>